You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hi there, this is Jason Eagle with Strategic Healing, your natural health authority for strategic healing. <laughs> Again. Um, and today we're going to talk about the two things that I think are probably, if you knew anything about what you could do to maintain your health and probably what has been found that these are the two underlying real lurky things that are very easily treatable, but are probably related to huge numbers of suffering and death. And those two things are, uh, gingivitis, uh, dent, um, uh, dental infection, dental decay, um, or, you know, the swollen gums, the gums, uh, gingivitis, periodontal disease, its relationship to heart disease, Alzheimer's, uh, all of these other things in terms of it's eating away at you and it actually, and then the second thing that is eating away at you and probably a number one leading um, cause of heart disease and other things, just like gingival is underneath it too, and that is sleep apnea. They both have the same type of effect on the body in terms of they're a stress and that one's an infection and one is a fight or flight type of um, uh, um, stress that is causing your body to use up resources and um, use its immune system, tax its immune system, tear the body down, um, create erosions, which then create the deposits to then patch the erosions and all these other things. And then it just becomes a <coughs> process of hardening up and, and be, and then, you know, you have a stroke, you have a heart attack, you have, um, uh, infection that gets in, um, all kinds of things. Uh, so let's start first with, um, gingivitis, gum infection. So, um, people brushing their teeth and flossing and the, my recommendation is going to be for everyone to get a water flosser, like the water pick and water flosser because you can't floss enough. But if you can shoot this water and shoot three types of water into all of your, your gums and, um, uh, in the beginning, probably every, you know, twice a day, twice to three times a day, if not, maybe at least once a day. And then you can kind of back down. Um, <clears throat> But uh, let's go over what it is first. So a lot of times it's a, it's actually a misnomer of what is dental infection. What is, say, for instance, getting a cavity and then having um, to have a, a filling and then maybe a root canal and then maybe you know, having that tooth extracted and then losing bone and blah, 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 all this other stuff, which is... Is it that you didn't brush your teeth enough? It isn't that you didn't floss enough. Um, well, no, but at the stage of where you're at, if you have, say, pockets of, um, and they, they measure it, your dentist uses a, a tool to kind of stick it in there and see how far you can go in. Because ideally what we've got is we've got, let's say, here's a tooth, okay? So we're going to draw, like this is going to be one of your molar teeth, okay? And we come in and... So can we see that? Okay, that's a tooth, okay? And then what we have here is, let's say this is the gums, the gums. So this, the tooth is inside your, you know, your, inside your jaw. And it's all surrounded by the gums, but it's then growing into, this is all bone, okay? So it's seeded into bone. But see, this is a tooth that fits inside 
uh, and it has a ligament that holds it there because the see the thing is, is it can't be why is it why is the teeth separate from the jaw because we put so much pressure on these things these things have to be able to flex they have to be able to be living and they have to move and then they also have to be alive which is we know that we go into we have kind of the roots this is connects into the blood blood supply so the tooth is being fed because it has to be kept alive, just like your bones have to be kept alive and everything. So the blood has to go in there, which then has to deliver nutrients up into the cell because this is the bone and you have to kind of grow it. And it also has to um, deliver oxygen into, but it also has to take, just like every cell of your body, you have to take the oxygen out once it's been sucked into and... and um, the body has taken the oxygen out of it, and then it dumps the carbon dioxide. So those are waste products that have to be taken away. Um, the immune system has to be able to kind of get in there and be able to kind of, if you do have any kind of thing that breached the wall and got into this section, the immune system has to be able to kind of fight it. Now, the problem with this in a tooth is that the blood that goes into here is only only to be able to get into about this part but you got this whole section including all of the exterior part of the tooth which is this hard enamel type of stuff it's porous and the traditional thought is that it's dead it's dead tissue okay but here's the thing is the blood flow has to then turn into because see you got blood cells red blood cells but see there's tiny 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 little places where the blood cells, it's too small for the blood cells to go to. So if the blood cell is the thing that's carrying these, you know, infection fighters and rebuilders and pterodons and all this other stuff, if they're too big to get in, so for instance, like you can't take the car down the bike path because it's just too big to go. It has to be turned into a smaller thing. So it gets turned into this, this lymphatic fluid, which is spe specifically in the tooth, which is what's called cravicular fluid. And cravicular fluid is this white, clear kind of seepy material. But what it is, is it carries with it all of the essence of the blood, including the infection fighter thing. Now, so on your, let's say on your, on your arm, you get an infection and, you know, you get a cut and then something goes in. Well, the bloodstream has to come in to fight that infection. And then what happens is, is it then carries all this stuff away and then it starts to heal it up again. Okay. Well, if, where is the stuff that's coming into the tooth? We're chewing stuff and, you know, we eat a caraway seed or you're eating popcorn and you got something stuck down in between, lodged in here. And it's something that, like, for instance, if it's made out of sugars, then what happens is, is the bacteria kind of grows on it and then it starts to then, the bacteria then, um, like yeast in particular, what they do is, is they eat carbohydrates and then they secrete um, an acid, they secrete a lactic acid or another type of acid, which that's kind of erodes away at this. And then they also secrete other poisons because these are living animals and they're feeding them. And so these little monsters have to poop and they have to create waste products. And their waste products are the things that start to erode away at the, the tooth structure. <clears throat> okay. Um, now, that's where we get into flossing and toothpaste and the fluoride and all that. And the, the other thing is, is we, we think we're in the battle and we're trying to kill these guys, okay? Now, definitely, you're trying to get this out, okay? But let me describe something. Back in the days, like, you know, caveman type of thing, which is 
what's supposed to happen is, is your body is supposed to create a swelling. You get a popcorn thing, Colonel, the swelling, it gets red, which means that you have infection fighters that are going there. They're swelling it up and they swell it enough to eventually, you know, spit it out and squirt it out and get rid of it. And it's like a squirting a sliver out, okay? But see, that's based upon the body being strong enough and everything. Now, here's the other thing. I'm going to bring up the other thing, which is what's known is... It's not about cleaning the teeth. It's not about what it is, is it's about health. And the dental health has more to do with your immune system in the sense as this crevicular fluid, if you have enough minerals in your body and you are healthy enough, the tooth structure is supposed to be oozing out, oozing out of these pores. And it's a flow that like it's a faucet head that's going this way. And as long as it's spewing out, the bacteria's little, you know, things can't get into the tooth because the flow's going this way so they can't get in. Okay? They can't get in there. They get blocked and they can't get in there because this cravicular fluid is always pouring out that way. Well, as long as that happens, as long as the faucet's going this way, it's shooting out, there's no way that anything can get in. And in fact, what comes with this cravicular fluid as well is new liquid enamel. So it's not just a dead tissue. It's constantly, like in those movies you see, like in a Doctor Who show where they show it's a building made out of tiny, tiny little robots. And those guys, what they do is they eat up things and then they create different structures out of their body. And they eat things and make resources and then they, they do whatever needs to be done and they patch that. Well, that's happening in as long as the health tooth is healthy. It's able to replace if it starts to get a chink at its armor and it can replace that armor. But most of the time, nothing can get through that armor because that's why you'll see people that and I've seen in my practice over years, like who's got the greatest teeth? Uh, a lot of people I've seen them as third world country people, like people that grew up in Jamaica, grew up in Haiti, grew up in Africa, grew up in places like that. They've got a whole... Um, uh, South America, I've seen a lot from South America too. They've got all the teeth in their head. They've got their wisdom teeth. And I've seen them at, in their 70s, 80s and stuff like that. They got all their teeth and all their teeth are their virgin teeth with hardly any cavities or no cavities whatsoever. And they're in their 70s, 80s, whatever. And they got a full head of teeth. Why? And I'm sure they didn't work any less or harder at brushing the teeth or flossing. So their teeth are healthier. What's the difference? Well, well, we probably suspect is it's the food. They were living on more indigenous foods. And, you know, if you live in Africa, you live in Haiti, it's a lot easier to go to your local market and get something that somebody's selling and growing the old ways, which is growing uh, in dirt that's not been overdone and they put stuff back in. And so the minerals are in the food, which means those mothers birthed those babies. So whole Western Price Institute is all about that, which is he found that nutrification of the mother then turned into a full mouth of teeth that has room to fit it, the brain and the skull and everything to fit it because they had the minerals to grow as a baby to grow a full structure. You get people with crooked teeth and stuff like that, it's because the mom didn't have enough minerals to grow a skull big enough, which also means they're not going to have their brain work as well. They're not going to be able to be as intelligent. They're not going to be able to, but if you could move the teeth in the right place and move the jaw and blah, 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 fix all this stuff, you can help everybody, really. Well, let's get back to what this is really about, which is the people that we find that have their teeth all throughout their whole life with very little 
um, dental intervention, den very little dentistry. They certainly didn't have to. What's the difference? Is this fluid is flowing out of it because they had enough minerals and they still have enough minerals. So you re can recover this fluid at any stage that you have teeth if you just get the minerals back up. But what happens is when we get dental decay, what's really going on is it's not these little bacterias. These bacterias are always going to be there and things like that. And they're going to have the chemicals to dissolve this, but you're not reproducing a tooth because again, here's the tooth we go into the bone, the tooth structure in here with the gum. Okay, if the minerals get too low, let me see that. Okay, if our minerals get too low, what happens is, is this whole, the nerves go in here and the blah, blah, this whole thing reverses. So at one stage, it stops. The cravicular fluid just stays in the tooth and it, and it doesn't keep flowing out. And then that allows for stuff, but then uh, for stuff to get in and start to etch away and then create erosions and things like that. But when you get sick enough, what happens is, is the body then reverses the flow and the tooth is then sucking, let me see a better one, it's sucking in this direction, it's going in in this direction, going in in this direction, going in in this direction. So the fluid, instead of pushing out, it's sucking in. And that's what then allows, which means that the building blocks to bring the enamel in, the trucks are going the other way. They're not going and they're not bringing new materials. And so this stuff is able to break down, break down. This tearing down process is happening all the time. But rebuilding process is supposed to be happening all the time. In a live living tooth, the cravicular fluid is flowing out and it's constantly rebuilding itself and repairing itself and, and going back to where it started. So ultimately, you can regrow teeth by getting your body's mineral reserves healthy enough. By you know, But let's get back to... This infection, okay? So this infection that is happening at here, breaking down, now it's getting sucked into the bloodstream. It gets sucked into the bloodstream. And one of the very first places that it goes to when we get into the bloodstream is the teeth that we had here, neck here, shoulders, arms, arms, torso, legs, okay? It goes straight to the heart. It goes straight to the heart. The gums go right straight to the heart. There's a couple highways that in terms of the carotid and the jugular, it goes straight to the heart right there. So these juices drain into, if you're sucking, these things are there. They're then dissolving the stuff that then turns into your saliva that you then swallow. So again, the yeasts are, and the bacteria are producing carbon dioxide. They're producing alcohol. They're producing, um, these dissolving fluids. And it's also, they produce their own waste. They're, they're toxic. And so a lot of times that poopy mouth, that, that people with bad breath, so they got bad dental infection, then it's poop. You, you know, you, some people you can smell with bad breath is just because they, they got a clogged colon and they smell they're like they're breathing poop out. They got butt mouth. But, you know, there's other people, and I'm just being honest, which is what it is, is it's the dental, it's a sulfury kind of smell. Um, it's, they're growing these things and they're just outgassing out of their face, but it's also getting sucked into straight highway to the cardiovascular system. Um, and then to the vagus nerve, and then we have vagal nerve uh, in, um, effect on the heart as well, which causes discombobulation. If you zoom in on the inside of the heart, okay, after, if you see what happens with infection that goes, and it's not just the heart, it's the whole cardiovascular system. So let's say here's the pipes. Here's a pipe of your carotid, 
all right? Or there's a pipe of, you know, any of these vessels, okay? It's a pipe where blood is flowing through, okay? Blood is flowing through here, okay? Uh, yeah, blood, blood is flowing through in, in here, okay? What happens is, is the blood, the infection is oozing into the, into the bloodstream, and then these, it's infecting the blood cells, and the blood cells are then eroding away, tearing away at the inside of your vessels, ripping things apart. And the first place where it's really, really happening is just right in your heart. So it's ripping away at the walls of your heart. So then your body then secretes this plaque and smooth muscle tissue in order to, the foam, in order to repair the damage, okay? But the prime damage is happening right at this place because this is the first place where this infection is happening, creating all this inflammation in right at the heart because inflammation is a response to infection. And this is a direct local onslaught infection. And so we have these cardiovascular problems, heart problems, and then it also, it, it goes straight to the brain too. The other thing is, is uh, gingivitis. Both gingivitis and uh, sleep apnea are, are, and they're trying to refute it now, but I believe it more, is it's directly related to the brain in terms of Alzheimer's. Um, you've got the brain inside here, and, and if, if infection, okay, if infection is leaking down into the heart, getting sucked into the mouth, and also getting put into the bloodstream that goes up into the brain, you're literally sucking this infection juice and it's bathing your brain, and it's an acid that's eating away at these tissues, okay? So what's the salt, you know, what's the antidote? What's the fix? Okay, It's actually very simple, which is getting this water pick thing because you can't floss enough. And what you do is you use the, you know, there's what's called the water pick makes a water flosser. There's a number of different, it has to be a jet of water that, and it has different heads on it. And you make it the most fine pinpoint, the strongest. So you can really blast this stuff out. And you're going to see some blood sometimes. It's the same thing as you floss your teeth. You'll see blood, okay? But keep going. You're not going to hurt yourself. It's the same thing in the dentist. Sometimes when they're working on you, they see blood and they go, that's okay, because actually what you're doing is just you're, you're inflame, you're cleaning out this inflamed tissue. You're getting, squirting all this stuff out, which then you're cutting away some of the bad tissue and then the new tissue kind of grows in there. And what happens is, is you're able to squirt this stuff out, which then allows then the, the pocket that's here. Okay. You got a pocket. The tooth is supposed to be like this. And then you got a pocket, right? So, this pocket has to kind of fill back in, but we've got to squirt all this stuff out and keep it out long enough, keep it clean long enough in order for it to grow back. So if you see the inside of the tooth of where you have a, um, a pocket, the tooth right here, the root, it's supposed to be flat like this, okay? But let's imagine we got a big hole here, and then it goes up like that, and it's all these bacterias that are living inside here. So eventually what has to happen is, is we've got to be able to just kind of heal it enough so that it, you know, and the first part of healing is to stop poking it, stop tearing away at it, and then it will fill up more and more and more and more and more and more and more until then the inflammation has gone out, the swelling has gone out, and that erosion has, is the, and you can grow the bone back, but the bigger thing is, is that it, it's, 
anchors itself into the jaw. So a loose tooth is evidence, and that's what will happen. This is the loose tooth kind of wiggles back and forth, which allows more space for all of the stuff to kind of grow in all around it. And then that's where you lose a tooth. But the point is, is all this infection that's going inside. So we, we want to rescue the teeth to get them strong, and they will heal back, and the periodontal ligament will grow back, and then the pocket will be resolved. And now we're on where that juices are not going because that infection is not sitting there. And so immediately you can dead stop and start healing the onslaught of the stuff going to your heart and it's other organs too. But so that's one. Oh, and so let me say, I recommend that it's three liquids. So you can use just a, a warm water. That is good enough. You know, that can get stuff out. But I also recommend using salt water, just sea salt. Okay, so dissolve, um, you know, like uh, they make packets for it too. They make it like the, the, the neti pot they make. So you could use the neti pot packets in that. And they make a neti pot packet that actually has xylitol in it. So I would also do xylitol water. And then um, um, because that's rebuilding the probiotics and that's part of And then um, I would do, what's the third liquid? Oh, and then I would do a hydrogen peroxide water because that's going to get oxygen in there and that's going to, and I would rotate them. Like one day I would do the hydrogen peroxide. The next day I would do maybe salt water. The next day I would do maybe just water. The next day I would do some, you know, xylitol. And, and uh, so what did I say? So salt water, regular water, xylitol water, and uh, hydrogen peroxide water. That's four. Then, um, those little gum picks, those little interdental gum picks, the, the little fuzzy ones, what you do is just you, you, um, uh, you can dip them in some um, hydrogen peroxide water, diluted hydrogen peroxide water, and then stick that gen in there too. Um, and you could use those from time to time. Um, uh, you can also use neem oil and neem bark. But I, quite frankly, I think what works better is, is if you just do anything, is, is just use the water pick to kind of get that stuff out of there and just to kind of keep it clean. It's like keeping your wheel wheels clean, right? To keep from the rust from forming. It's, you know, getting that salt out of there so it won't eat away at the metal. That's a good analogy for what's going on with the teeth. Then you can heal it, but you can stop the stuff that's going to the brain and the heart. Heart brain, okay? Then the next thing I want to get to is, is the other thing is the sleep apnea, which is... I'm going to tell you how bad it is, but let's first tell you how to fix it, which is first thing is, is there are apps on your phone. You can get an app for your phone. Start with there, which is there are some things that are they even they kind of use them as sleep studies, which is just get one of those apps. And, and you know, the real telltale sign that you have apnea is that, you know, you got a, a person that you sleep with that is going, oh, my God, you're 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 snoring really loud and then you're stopping breathing. I grew up with my father had this and had I known we, we would have treated him but this is really before the CPAP machines. The CPAP machines do fix it and, and using the CPAP machine and getting fitted for it right and blah blah blah. Um, it's a lifesaver because what's happening is you're having events where it's like you're choking yourself. Is it? It's like the succubus is sitting on you choking the life out of you and finally the Oxygen levels go so low in your brain at damaging low levels that what happens is, is it's as if your other self kind of comes out of you 
and basically says, wake up, stupid, you're dying. And it comes with the whole hormonal thing of cortisol of what would get kicked into your system is this adrenaline rush. Like you just got saved from getting hit by a car or just saved from the lion. It's the same fear thing. But So what does it sound like? It's this. It's... That's what it sounds like. And that <clears throat> snapping up that you hear is literally the, and usually in that time when the breathing stops, it can be like a minute, two minutes. It can be like deep sea diver type of stuff. But what happening is, is the damage is being done to the brain. And then the cortisol gets released into the system, which then <clears throat> eats away at the system. This is another thing that goes straight to the heart. This is another thing that goes straight to the vagus nerve. What they're actually finding is you can stimulate the vagus nerve to actually fix the sleep apnea. But I'm saying that the sleep apnea is also the thing that's messing up the vagus nerve, the parasympathetic nervous system. And what happens is it gets sedated and you are constantly in fight or flight. And people that have had sleep apnea, you're going to have brain damage. You, you are got the bends and you're having brain damage and walking around with brain damage all the time. And that year after, and it's also, it's the other thing, for instance, let's say you were in Vietnam and you got taken into a POW camp. That's the thing that they get you to tell the truth or tell anything. You will lie. You will say anything to make it stop, which is they'll let you fall asleep and then they'll come in, bang, 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 and clang or start choking you or stuff like that and do that week after week and you're never able to get to sleep and, and it damages your brain. It does brainwashing. It does. So you're being brainwashed. It also leads to if you have enough events going on, you have enough low oxygen in the brain and you, the brain actually starts to die and you got and all the nerves and all kinds of other things. And so, um, getting sleep apnea, um, identified. So first step is, is you can get the, the phone apps, then it can turn into a sleep study, which is you get a sleep study oftentimes the, and they're better, they're getting better and better at it. And then, you know, getting the machine. And even if you got to buy a machine, for instance, people say, I don't have insurance. There's used machine and you got to find the right mass and stuff like that. But there's not an excuse, which is it's really not that expensive. And even no matter how expensive it is, it's something that's attainable for anybody. And there are, there are resources to get them to people. But first and foremost is, is if you got it, that's probably one of the top things that you want to take care of because, um, you know, forget about how well you eat and forget about, you know, those are important things. But like if, if you're being choked to death every single night and if you're sucking poison juices that you're producing, you know, that's the thing is these are things that you are doing to yourself. And there are antidotes, there are, there are, you know, measures and eventually you can fix it so that you don't need to use the water floss very much at all. And you don't even need to use the, the um, apnea machine if you can fix it in your nervous system and you can get back to being kind of normal. Um, but the point is, is that you're, you're dying if you're not treating these things and you have these things. And, and uh, so I think that they're probably one of the most important things you can do. Okay. Until let me make sure we're still going. <laughs> so until next time.